Hey, what's going on, everybody? Why Welcome not? to Paint Hates on Sunday. Hey, guys. We got a big old sports stack for you today. Oh, fucking huge, bruh. There's some <laughs> big old injuries and all sorts of news and stuff like that. Huh? Mm -hmm. uh, I guess we can start, though. How was everybody's weekend? What'd you do? How was how was everything? Dude, I fucking balled out this weekend hard! <laughs> you balled out? Oh, didn't mean to, but I got bougie as frick. Oh, man. I bought myself a real nice suit this weekend. Ooh. Oh. Oh. So fine. It's a it's a nice... It's almost like the suit you had on your wedding. That 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 blue? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to do a nice nice light blue undershirt, right? Ooh. With a white tie to match my white pocket square. Man. <laughs> God damn. And then you bought a bottle of cologne that was half the price of your suit. Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, what so you, you do? bought this suit. You're not renting. Bought it. Bought it. Bought it. So wait, you forever. basically spent a grand. Yeah. I, you know, I like to get bougie every once in a while. Yeah. You know? All right. <laughs> Treat yourself. <laughs> I was treating myself. I was going to a wedding. I mean, you know what? I'm gonna go out for this one. You know. All right. Fuck it. You better meet your wife then. I hope so. You better <laughs> find your wedding. You're gonna meet your wife. Would that be wild? <laughs> No, he's so going to meet his wife when we enter him in the mullet competition next year. True. True. Oh, okay. The 2023 mullet competition? Ryan's going for it. You got to grow the back longer, though. I mean, he's not cutting it. I mean, he's... I, if anything, we just trim it up and, and, and you know, just get, like, dead ends and stuff. Have you trimmed it up at all? Not shortened it, but, like, got rid of, like, dead ends and stuff like that. Okay. But, like, haven't... No. Okay. No. So, I would, I would recommend Kay. next time not to tell him not to touch it. Do not touch it. For the next, like, six months. Okay. Do not touch it. Okay. You don't blow dry it. No. Dead ends are like, it's curly. Right. Literally, if you took, if you put some like moisturizing whatever in there, you don't need to cut it, and it's gonna grow longer. So due to the fact that I conditioned it, it should be fine. Probably. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't know this stuff. I go, yeah. That's why I go to you. Yeah. Because <laughs> dead ends are a thing, but like you don't blow dry it. You don't. You, I mean, you probably use a comb to brush it out. Yeah. I got a hairbrush, a men's brush. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. So. It's, it's made by Dr. Squash. <laughs> uh, no. I wish. <laughs> so, cut the, t cut this a little bit. Yes. But don't touch this. Right. Tell him to not touch the back. All right, all right, all right. I would like to straighten it and see what happens with it. Dude, you straighten it now came in, it's long enough for dude, you to burn his came in thicker, you can straight be Dr. Disrespected. They wouldn't even know what happened to him either. Oh, they wouldn't man. even know. You turn into the doctor. I will. Oh, I will man. take that competition. It wouldn't even be a competition. All the other guys' mullets. Have you seen Rich's mullet? It has no <laughs> pizzazz. He actually cut it off after all the it? competition. He cut it all off and went with the regular haircut. Wow. Mm. I think he was really doing it just for the competition, really. But I mean, you were doing it now for the competition, but you're doing it for the competition now. Originally, I wasn't, but now I am. Do it for the vine, bro. <laughs> I'm out there like, is you vining, bro? <laughs> what did we get into this weekend? Oh, we had brunch and watched Avatar. That was cool. Yeah, That was a good movie. Yeah, it was. That was a phenomenal movie. <laughs> Definitely. I enjoyed people it. People should see that. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. It was good. Yeah. I want to see it on a bigger screen. We might, maybe we'll do a spoiler cast for that. In the future, yeah, that'd be kind of cool to talk about the movie. <clears throat> I want to see it and like I'm like the considering big it's a comic series, IMAX right? SD giant yeah. screen. I want the one, I was reading something online. The one chick, the general chick, mm -hmm. she filmed her roles four years ago, 
Yeah. And she thought the movie came out four years ago, and she thought the movie tanked. She had no idea the movie released this year. <laughs> <laughs> They've been filming this movie for a very long time. Yeah. Well, COVID shit probably true. shit on them. True, That's true. what I imagine yeah. happened. Everything that's coming out now probably would have came out two years ago. Right. Yeah. Totally. But I saw that, I'm like, damn, four years ago? <laughs> the Colonel chick. She was the chick... Um, remember they're uh, interrogating, um, what's his name, Spider? Oh, yes. Yeah, her. Okay, that's who I thought you were talking yes. about. Okay. Yes, yes, I mean, she, what, had like 10 minutes in the movie? Right, she wasn't there very yeah. long ago. Yeah. But, um, we went down to watch the Bills game at the bar on Saturday. That oh, was... That was a good evening. Around the corner turns into a whole different place. Instantly. On Saturdays. Hold it. Straight up nightclub, dude. Straight up Wild. nightclub. Like... There's two minutes left of the game. You're watching security. They're like carrying all the tables and you're, you're grabbing all the chairs. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Game's over. Done. It's a nightclub. Like, shit was going down. When you snapped me, I swore it was Willoughby Bruco, how it was set up. Right. Right. I swore it. Right. It, and it, it was Lights, instantly. DJ, whole nine. Like, shoulder to shoulder. Wild. Yeah. So many. <laughs> there's so many people in there. Wow. <laughs> that was on top of all the Bills fans and all the people just walking in. And there was a line around the corner. Four yeah. around the corner. Because mm-hmm. we tried to get Jackson to come out, and he was standing in line. He's like, this is stupid. I'm not doing he, it. He showed up, and he was he saw that the line was so long. He's like, dude, there's a line to get in. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. what? And that was during the Bills game. Yeah, like, it was that, before that the game was, was over, there was a line to get in. Yeah. That front bar was popping all night. Mm-hmm. That bar the, the front bar, the, the side bar. bar. Yeah. So you had never like been a part of the Saturday night. No, I've never been down there the on a Saturday. No. Yeah, that was my first time being a Saturday. Mm-hmm. The only the time well. late I've been there is on a Sunday. Sunday playoff game, which was late last year, and mm-hmm. then Sunday this year for Kansas City, but it was a Sunday. Yeah. Right. Never been on a Saturday, so right. it was nuts. Yeah, it was it was interesting, and the, and the outside bar <coughs> popping. Oh yeah, like everything was just like going on. It was like, all right, cool. Yeah, there's people everywhere. Yeah. Cool. That sounds dope. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my mom went around Saturday night after Christmas shopping and looked at all the lights in Menor. It was pretty cool. Nice. Any cool ones? There are some good ones. Yeah. There's actually a house that does a light show to a Christmas song. You you actually turn it to a radio station. Are they on the end of a cul-de-sac or something? They yes, they are on yeah. one of those. But we went. Like an hour before the show started, because I, they had specified times. Mm-hmm. My mom didn't look at the specified times, uh, so we showed up. We were like, "Well, that's fucking lame." Uh, <laughs> and then we leave, and then I'm I'm looking at the the thing on Facebook, and I'm like, "Well, it's because it started at seven. It starts at seven, sucks. and it's six Did you guys so. go back? No. Oh. Definitely gonna probably check it out here in the near oh, yeah. future, though. You got a couple of days left. We'll probably go through New Year's. Probably. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. Check it out. We'll see yeah. what happens. Mm-hmm. Cool beans. Yeah. yeah. Cool beans. Well, Ryan, kick yeah. us off. Yeah, some Cavs news. We got some We got some Cavs wins, guys. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers. So uh, the Cavs beat the Dallas Mavericks. This was Saturday evening. An overtime victory. 100-99. to Evan Mobley had 36 minutes, 8 rebounds, and 17 points. Jared Allen was 40 minutes for 15 rebounds and 8 points. And Darius Garland was 44 minutes, 12 assists, and 18 points. And Donovan Mitchell was 42 minutes for 25 points. And basically that game, they they were kind of off that night. 
But, I mean, they buckled down defensively, and they came out with a win at the very end. So that was a good win. And Dallas didn't even have Luka Doncic playing, which, surprisingly, they should have won better because they played them with, with uh, Luka prior that week, and they beat him pretty good. And then the Cavs beat the Utah Jazz, 122-99. to uh, Evan Mobley, right. No, that was a freaking walloping. Uh, Evan Mobley played 31 minutes for 8 rebounds and 12 points. Jared Allen had 30 minutes for 11 rebounds and 20 points. Double-double right there, boy. And then Darius Garland was 30 minutes for 8 assists and 17 points. And Donovan Mitchell was 23 minutes for 23 points. That's a point a minute, bro. Point a minute, bro. Point a minute. And, and then right now the Cavs are winning against the Bucks as we speak. And this is a big game to win. Eighty to fifty nine. This right is a now. big game to win. We Eighty could, to fifty nine. We could right potentially now. take first place with this win in the East. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. That's yeah. huge. That's. Don't <laughs> 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 oh, sound so excited, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I appreciate a good basketball game. Yes, I do. Yes. You can't go wrong with it. You it, can't. It, it's fun. And I used to play. Yeah. So, like, when I see good skills out there, yes. I know good yes. skills. It's like, fuck yeah. Yes. He's got it. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with this team. Still early in the season. Donovan Mitchell potentially could be an all-star this year. I don't know if we'll have any more all-stars coming off of the uh, Cavs. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. Voting should be starting soon. So, yeah, that's what I got. Cool. Boom. Well, I'm going to start off with some injuries and stuff and some highlights. And Yeah, but uh, the Cardinals are already without Murray for the rest of the season. Yep. But the bad luck train doesn't stop there. Yep. Backup Colt McCoy is out with a concussion, leaving the Cardinals with... <laughs> Trace McSorley starting this week. <laughs> McSorley went in early. <laughs> went in early in the third last week and finished seven of fifteen for ninety-five yards Ooh. and two interceptions. Yeah, he did. Twinter, two interceptions. Um, the Colts' Jonathan Taylor running back is out for the remainder of the season for an ankle injury, occurring early in the game. Fantasy-wise, Taylor has been a big old dud, in my opinion. Mm. Sorry, Joe. Yep. What are you going to yeah. do? Um, after a wild game Saturday with the Colts facing the Vikings, the Colts took a 33-0 lead before half. Vikings would overcome the deficit, win the game 36 or 39-36, making it the largest comeback in an NFL game. Yo, Matt Ryan. Is the only okay, 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 okay. All right, all right, all right. Previous <laughs> biggest comeback was in 1992. Shut the fuck up, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You had a chance to write this. Sorry. <laughs> I see my use, man. Sorry. Previous biggest comeback was in 1992 and 1993 NFL playoffs, where the Bills overcame a 35 to three deficit to win the game, 41 to 38 against the Houston Oilers. Currently. Matt Ryan has given up the largest lead in a Super Bowl and a regular season game. Wow! Like uh, it's like you took the words right out of my mouth, Joe. And with that, the Colt <laughs> and with that, the Colts have made a decision to bench Matt Ryan for Nick Foles, who is starting against the Rams. Big Nick, Nick! Nick! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> wow! Haven't heard that name in a while. <laughs> Let's go! Right? He's gonna try to win another Super Bowl. What if he does it again? Starting now. <laughs> what if he literally does it again? Comes back for playoffs and then takes it all the way back. <laughs> the man's special. Oh. I don't think he can make playoffs. Colts are not. Oh yeah, no, no, no. no, no. That no. there'd be, be some nah, weird rule Kirk that would James happen. Put a stop to that. Man. Oh yeah, done. That's crazy. Biggest comeback in NFL history, man. 
That game was wild. Yeah. We watched some of it Saturday before we went to the bar. We're like, what the fuck is going on right now? Um, A lot of other crazy outcomes. It all started Thursday with the 49ers fending off the Seahawks comeback behind seventh-round rookie quarterback Brock Purdy. So 49ers snuck out with a win there. Kittle had a hell of a game. Talk about him later. Um, Saturday brought the historic Vikings comeback from down 33-0 at halftime to beat the Colts. In overtime, Buffalo overcame a fourth-quarter deficit to beat Miami on the final play of the game. Mm. Yeah, That game was nuts. That, was that game was... Fans throwing snow. The, I, so I, I got a gripe about that. The fact that the referees in that game made up a rule to try to penalize the Bills for fans throwing snowballs. There is no rule in the NFL handbook that states that a fan interaction can control a penalty on the team. True. And the refs wanted that they were going to, like, next snowball or whatever, <coughs> next stoppage, we're going to charge Bills 15 yards. True. For snowball. It's fine. Delay the game all you want. I don't care. Find the right. people that threw the snowballs, yes. get them out of there, whatever. Delay yes. the game. But you're not fucking handing away penalties. Fuck you. That is yeah. bullshit. They're going to do that. But yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Refs be on some bullshit lately, dude. That's what I said, man. Hold these refs accountable, mm-hmm. man. Um... Sunday. Well, oh, and the Browns won. Hey. Hello. <laughs> the Browns won. Most boring game ever, but Hey, we win. win. Cade York looks like shit. Get him out of here. Cade York looks like that, shit. That was, that's your MVP. Ravens look like shit without Lamar Jackson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Except for J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday brought even more ridiculous endings. The 11-3 Chiefs needed overtime to beat a one-win Texans. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, you walked the Yeah, I know. Jaguars safety Rayshon Jenkins intercepted Dak Prescott in overtime to walk off with a 17-point comeback victory over the Cowboys. The Jaguars are pushing. If they win out, they're kind of pushing into Did playoff contention. Did you see contention. that play, too, by the way? Yeah. No. I didn't see that one. I saw the Patriots. Uh, 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 sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. All right. Shut the fuck up, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Jump with the gun. My bad. Detroit took a 51-yard pass on fourth and inches for a touchdown and then hung on to beat Zach Wilson and the Jets. Wow. The Bengals forced four Tom Brady turnovers and Joe Burrow cashed in as Cincy scored 34 consecutive points, turning a 17-0 deficit into a 34-23 win the over Tampa. Joe Burrow, dude. Stupid. Joe Burrow, I'm not going to lie, guys. He's really fucking good. Stupid. Joe Burrow's the man. Like, where where was he in the beginning of the season? Like, he just gets hot at the end of the season? When I it, guess. I guess that's when what happens. Yeah. 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 That's what, yeah. I mean, Tom exactly. Brady was known for doing that as well. He would turn up the heat. I can't I can't do this. I can't I can't do this. We can't compare him to Tom Brady yet. I can't do it. He hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. Joe Burrow could be the new Tom Brady. He hasn't won a no, yeah, he hasn't no, won a Super I can't, Bowl yet. I can't. You didn't, you, everybody says that about Patrick Mahomes too. He's at least won a Super Bowl. And he's been to what? Two? Yeah. I'll give him that. I don't know if I can start comparing Joe Burrow and Tom Brady. He is good. But look at Joe Burrow. I would say the Bengals have a good team, right? But True. Look, yes. But look at Patrick Mahomes' core. Yeah. Obviously losing Tyreek Hill obviously affected some of that core. For sure. Not that much, though. Look at Joe Burrow. He's got, sure, he's got Higgins, Boyd. You know, he's got a couple players, but none of those, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'd still take Josh Allen. I took the Sean Watson overall. Fuck 
Um, New Orleans forced a Drake London fumble following a fourth down catch against Atlanta to avoid another loss. Wow. Justin Herbert put his magic out there and hit Mike Williams on the move to set up a Chargers game-winning field goal against Tennessee in the last minute seconds of the game. There was another crazy play that I showed Joe when I got here in that game. Did you see it? No. It was a touchback. And basically the ball was thrown um, by Justin Herbert, but the Titans player caught it out of bounds in the air and threw it back Back into his own teammate. In the end zone for a touchback, and it counted because when you're in the air and out of bounds with the ball, yeah. you technically don't have possession. So it counts as a tipped ball because he never touched the ground, and he threw it back in bounds. Oh, my God. For a touchback. Jesus. <laughs> it was a crazy play. It was like, what in the football I think I did see that? that. I think, I, yeah. now you said it, I think I do remember seeing highlights of that. Um... The Giants made a fourth down stand Sunday night against Washington to hold off for the win. And the cherry on top of the Sunday and this wild weekend came in Las Vegas, where a mind-boggling pitch play from the Patriots led to a walk-off Chandler Jones <laughs> it, interception touchdown. Yeah, there's like here. I think it's counted as a fumble. Yeah, like I don't know. They were just Dang. pitching it back and forth, back and forth, and you just chuck it across the field. It wasn't in the even middle that many pitches field. either. No. It wasn't even that it many It was like pitches. the fourth one. And Jacoby Myers even admitted, like, I fucked up. Oh, like, yeah. So I didn't even see him in the middle of the field. Yeah. He just bloop. He literally <laughs> threw it straight to <laughs> oh, him. Oh, he like, did. You he take it. Right in the bread basket. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Um, But my, that was a wild weekend. My favorite part about that game, I watched the reaction from Derek Carr and the head coach. They're both sitting on the bench. They both look like shit. And then Derek Carr realizes what happens. He stands up. He's like, no, no. And they just start running down the field, and they <laughs> score, and everybody just loses their mind. Yeah, because that was about <laughs> was to go to overtime. That, that was, was a about to go to overtime. People are calling for Belichick's, like, retired dude. Like, yeah. you're, you're done. Like it's They're calling for his retirement. I mean, I mean shit, he's only been coaching for, what, 40-some years, something like that? It's not ridiculous. Right? Um, other smaller injuries, Ravens place Devin Duvernay on injured reserve and pick up wide receiver Sammy Watkins off waivers after Sammy. he was cut from the Packers. Not that it really means anything. No. no. He was cut from Chiefs, cut from Packers. And... Uh, probably the one that hurts the most. <laughs> Jalen Hurts suffered a right shoulder sprain <laughs> oh. and his status is up in the air for Saturday's showdown against the Cowboys. Ooh, the Eagles... The Eagles can clinch the division if they win this week. If Hertz is out, Gardner Minshew will start. But for those who have them in fantasy, this is the worst possible time for him not to play. So with that, Corey, who should I pick up if Hertz is out? Gardner Minshew, obviously. Uh, that's what I don't know if you take the risk on him or what he did, because in our league, man, it's rough. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody holds on to two quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't had a second quarterback all year because I've had Hurts. I picked up one for I, what are you gonna do? Dump him and hope that I can get him? Because you can't trade. You're the you're you're the guy. You can do whatever you want. I, I can't, obviously, because I've been stuck with I've been stuck with Taylor all year. I haven't made no, shit. Just make a few changes to the league. You can make yeah, with Chelsea whomping him right now. <laughs> True. So do you guys play again or no? Yeah. yeah. It's just It just keeps totaling. Gross. So <laughs> Yeah, you're playing Kyle again. It just keeps totaling. Gross. Fucking injuries, you know, whatever. Oh well. Yeah. Yep. Same thing that played David. I mean, David was hot all year, and then all of a sudden just 
End of the year, he gets shellacked. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All In- right. Injury bug. Top 10 quarterbacks this week to watch for Josh Allen, number one, versus the Bears. That should be a blowout game. I hope so. <laughs> Are they be. playing the same time? Yeah. Yeah. I might try to listen to it. Where did it go to the Browns game this week? Justin Fields is still fun to watch, <coughs> and it, especially when he runs. Patrick Mahomes versus Seahawks. Joe Burrow at Patriots. Justin Fields versus the Bills. Justin Herbert versus the Colts. Tua versus the Packers. Tom Brady versus the Cardinals. Geno Smith at Chiefs. Kirk Cousins versus the Giants. And Dak Prescott versus the Eagles. Uh, starts this week. Start of the week. Let's go with Justin Herbert at the Colts. Herbert was the start of the week against the Titans. He put up an awful 8.7 points, though. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Who'd you have him? Who? Yeah. You. Did you have Herbert? I, I didn't even look at my fucking team this week. You <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got 50 points. I didn't, I didn't even touch that You had negative thing. for like half right. of the game. I didn't games. even fucking look at that stupid thing. Um... Uh, Win some, lose some, right? But for those who still advanced, I'd keep faith and start Herbert again in a plus matchup in Indianapolis. Colts have allowed 17-plus points to quarterbacks seven times in 2022, including four who have posted over 20 points. Geno Smith at the Chiefs. Stardom. Smith is coming off of a modest stat line as he scored 15.3 fantasy points and a loss to the 49ers. That was his worst total since Week 7. Still, I'm starting him this week in what is a plus matchup against the Chiefs. Their defense has been bad against quarterbacks, allowing the fourth most fantasy points in the league. It's surrendered 17.9 or more points to 10 teams and 20-plus points to seven teams. And uh, Texans was one of those. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, definitely a start. Tom Brady at the Cardinals. Brady has been tough to trust in the stat sheets, but this week is a matchup against the Cardinals. Makes him a top 10 option. Their defense has been awful against signal callers, allowing the eighth most fantasy points. In fact, eight quarterbacks have scored at least 18.9 points, including five who have posted over 25 points against the Cardinals. This is an absolute fantasy, fantasy smash Fantasy, fantasy, fantasy. <laughs> nice goal. Kirk Cousins versus the Giants. Cousins is coming off a massive stat line, scoring a season high of 32.4 fantasy points in a historic comeback from behind win over the Colts. He has now scored 18-plus points in all but of two of his eight games, including four games with more than 21 points. The Giants have given up 19 points per game to quarterback since Week 12. So Cousins should produce. Mm. And Jeff Saturday on Saturdays? Not then. Not then, <laughs> man. Ain't no thing, but it ain't your win. Saturday, bro. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers at the Dolphins. Rodgers has failed to score more than 16.9 points in all but two games. But he is he worth he is still worth a look when the Packers face Miami. The Dolphins defense has allowed 24 touchdown passes and the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. And the position has scored 18 plus points to sit in that position, scored 18 plus points seven times, including two with more than 40 points. Mm. Also, a couple other starts I got two versus the Packers and Daniel Jones at the Vikings. Nice. <clears throat> Sidems this week Dak Prescott versus the Eagles. Mm. 
Prescott has been uneven in the stat sheet, scoring 16.8 or fewer points in three of his last four games. I'd be wary of this week's matchup against the Eagles, too. Their defense has surrendered the second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. And just two players at the position have scored more than 16.2 points. If you start Prescott, temper your expectations. Mm -hmm. Another sit this week, Jared Goff. Sorry, Joe. (laughs) At the Panthers. Golf's trend of posting mediocre totals on the road continued last week as he just had one touchdown and scored 14.1 points in a win over the Jets. Next up is another roadie, and this time against Carolina. Their defense has actually been tough on quarterbacks, allowing an average of fewer than 16 fantasy points per game to the position. I'd keep golf on the fantasy sidelines. Deshaun Watson versus the Saints. Nice. Sit him. Nice. <laughs> Watson has not posted attractive fantasy totals since his return to action. Scoring he a hasn't? Com- no. What? Scoring a combined hey. 34.3 points in all three of his games. You saw that coming. <laughs> He's looking two, more right? like a game manager than a playmaker. <laughs> I'd keep him on the bench when the Browns face New Orleans. The Saints' defense has allowed just four quarterbacks to score more than 17.5 points against them. Did you say looks like a game manager? Mm-hmm. Instead of a playmaker. Okay. I thought yeah. you said gay manager. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. He's looking Jesus. more like a game manager than a playmaker. Okay. Wow. I mean, for what he got in trouble for, I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of his butthole punch, dude. Oh, my God. Hey, man. punch that far box. <laughs> Derek Carr at the Steelers. Sit him. Oh. Carr has scored 19-plus points in three of his last five games, but I've had a tough time starting him in the second week of fantasy postseason against the Steelers. While their defense has given up some big games to quarterbacks, those who have been a Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and Joe Burrow lover, I don't care... I, d- I don't love Carr's ceiling in this matchup either. <laughs> Do you think he'll ever be good? <laughs> no. No? No. Maybe maybe he switches teams and that first year of that I want to believe in Carr because I like I him. I do too. Like, like this is but, the first franchise quarterback the Raiders have had in gotta, years. He does got to put some things I in feel there. as if he, he's going to be the next Matt Stafford where he oh. plays for a that. team for I so long. That. Goes to another team, does super well for a year, and then back to the old Derek Hardaway's. Another sit, Ryan Tannehill versus the Texans. Tannehill is coming off a bad line, scoring 10.7 points in the loss to the Chargers. He also suffered an an injured ankle, which could limit him when the Tysons face Houston. The Texans are a bad team, but only four defenses have allowed fewer fantasy points to enemy quarterbacks. Derrick Henry will run all over the Texans team, so Tannehill really won't shine anyways. Mm. So, Taylor Henneke also sit him, and Tyler Huntley. Running backs, top ten. We got Derrick Henry versus Texans, Christian McCaffrey versus the Commanders, Austin Eckler at the Colts. Josh Jacobs at the Steelers, Shaquan Barkley at the Vikings, mm. Ramon Stevenson versus the Bengals, mm. Dalvin Cook versus the Giants, Tony Pollard versus the Eagles, Aaron Jones at the Dolphins, and Nick Chubbs versus the Saints. Nice. You're going to go see him. Start him this week. Joe, here's a plus side for you. Jarek McKinnon versus the Seahawks. I, I am, looked out with this one. <laughs> am I chasing points here? Question mark. <laughs> Maybe, but McKinnon has scored 66.6 fantasy points in the last two weeks. Mm. 
This man wow. has gone off. He has a great matchup, too, against the Seahawks. Their defense has allowed the second most points to backs, not to mention the fifth most catches and fourth most receiving yards to that position as well. How can you afford not to start McKinnon? <laughs> Najee Harris versus the Raiders. Harris isn't putting up huge numbers for fantasy managers this season, but he has scored at least one touchdown in four of his last five games. I'd start him as a number two fantasy running back or a flex starter this week against the Raiders, who have given up a total of 15 touchdowns, the fourth, fourth most fantasy points to opposing runners in 2022. J.K. Dobbins, let's go, Mm. versus the Falcons. Dobbins has made what he can be called a triumph return to action, rushing for 225 yards, one score, and posting 31.8 fantasy points in his last two games. He's seen a near 30% touch share in those contests, and a matchup against the Falcons makes him a number two back. Their defense has allowed 18-plus points to eight different runners this season. Ezekiel Elliott versus the Eagles. Tony Pollard is getting a lot of love in fantasy world, and well-deserved, to be honest. But you ha- have you seen Elliott's totals lately? He's scored 15-plus points in seven straight games, posting a combined eight touchdowns in those contests. He's firmly on the RB2-slash-flex radar against the Eagles, who have allowed 13-plus points to 11 backs, including 15.6 to Zeke in Week 6. Uh, Leonard Fournette at the Cardinals. Fournette has not put up great numbers lately, but he's on flex radar based on a plus matchup in Arizona. Their defense has allowed the third most fantasy points to running backs in the last four weeks, including surrendering a combined 37.4 points to the duo of Latavius Murray and Marlon Mack last week. Rashad White is also a flex. And Ken Walker at the Chiefs. Look out for David Montgomery versus the Bills. I'd start him. And Raheem Mozart versus the Packers, I'd start him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that brings us to Sidhams this week. We got Brian Robertson at the 49ers. Robertson's has looked good over the last few weeks, scoring a combined 45.3 fantasy points in his last three games. Still, a matchup against the 49ers makes them a hard runner to trust. Their defense has been tough on backs, allowing five touchdowns and the fewest fantasy points to the position in the league. Robinson still loses some work to Antonio Gibson, too, so beware. DeAndre Swift at the Panthers. Swift continues to confuse fantasy fans as his touch share went up from 15.8% in Week 14 to 25.5% last week. (laughs) Still, he scored a ho-hum 12.5 points against the Jets and has now scored fewer than 13 points in five of his last seven. He'll remain a risk-reward flex against the Panthers, who have allowed the third-fewest points to back since Week 12. Cordell Patterson at the Ravens. Patterson posted a decent stat line last week, scoring a touchdown and 12.2 fantasy points in his loss to the Saints. Still, he remains in the backfield committee with Tyler Algier, who has looked great in the New Orleans game, and a matchup in Baltimore isn't favorable. Their defense has allowed the fifth-fewest fantasy points to running backs in the last four weeks. Deontay Foreman versus the Lions. Definitely a sit. It pains me to have to say it, but Foreman is on this list, but definitely the truth is he's not putting up great numbers lately. In fact... Chubba Hubbard. What a name, by the way. That's that great. That's, great. <laughs> That's, great That's like Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Chubba Hubbard has been better 
of the backs for the Panthers. The Lions have also been quite tough on running backs, allowing the fewest fantasy points to the position in the last four weeks. I'm sitting Foreman um, this week. Uh, Travis E. Uh, how you say his last name? A teen, maybe? A teen. Yeah, Travis a teen at the Jets, I'd sit. Latavius Murray at the Rams, and Kareem Hunt versus the Saints also. Kareem ain't really fun. He ain't been doing much. Nah, we ain't even playing him that much. So. Nope. He's aight. Mm. He's out of here anyways. Wide receivers, I got uh, top ones, Justin Jefferson at the Giants, Tyreek Hill versus the Panthers, Jamar Ooh. Chase at the Patriots, Stefan Diggs at the Bears, Devontae Adams at the Steelers, C.D. Lamb at the Eagles, Amon Ra, St. Brown at the Panthers, mm-hmm. D.K. Metcalf at the Chiefs, A.J. Brown at the Cowboys, and Jalen Waddell versus Packers. Mm. What do you guys think about St. Brown, man? That's a receiver I'm really starting to like. Man. He's a solid he receiver. Is, dude, his route running is like, dude, he's quick mm. in the way he cuts. I'm like, dude, this guy is good, man. <laughs> um, starting this week, some possibilities. Darius Slayton. Giants at the Vikings. Oh, okay. Slayton has been quiet for a couple weeks, but is still averaging 6.8 targets per game with in the last five weeks. He is also averaging 13.8 fantasy points per game in the six games prior to week 14. Slayton lines up wide and can win downfield. Both greatly matter this week against the Vikings. Minnesota has allowed the most yards to receivers lined up on the outside as well as the third most yards on passes of plus 10 and plus 20 air yards. They have also allowed the third most fantasy points per game to receivers. Uh, DJ Moore of the Panthers versus the Lions. Moore has topped 18 fantasy points in two of those last three games which Sam Darnold has started. In all seriousness, the floor is low with Moore, but he has been more productive with Darnold. Plus, if there ever is a matchup to start them in, it's this one. The Lions have allowed the second most fantasy points per game to receivers this season. They have also allowed the most yards and second most touchdowns to slot receivers and the fifth most yards to wide receivers. Moore runs 69% of his routes out wide and 25% from the slot. Garrett Wilson, Jets versus the Jaguars. Mm. Wilson, who went out and scored 13.8 fantasy points against the Lions, catching four of nine targets for 98 yards, it showed that Wilson is reliable, even with Zach Wilson at quarterback. But in the hope was that Mike White could be suited up on Thursday. But this is once again a favorable matchup, as the Jaguars have allowed the 10th most fantasy points to receivers. Plus, if the Jaguars' offense performs like it has been, the Jets will have to throw. But if Jalen Hurts doesn't play then starting Devontae Smith is also a viable option in this position. Um, if Minshew plays, I wouldn't really count on Devontae Smith. But if Hurts is in, you could put Devontae Smith in this matchup. Yeah. Um, wide receivers, Marquise Brown, Cardinals of the Bucks. Brown has had his two worst games of the season since Kyler Murray was injured. He's failed to reach 35 receiving yards or 7.5 fantasy points after scoring double figures in every game with Murray. Not only that, as heard from Tra- as heard from before, Trace McSorley is starting the game for the Cardinals. I do not believe McSorley can keep multiple pass catchers afloat, and DeAndre Hopkins is an easier skill set to manufacture touches to. 
The Buccaneers have ranked middle of the pack against receivers. Curtis Samuel, Commanders versus the 49ers. Samuel played a season-low 59% of snaps against Giants in Week 15. He has also averaged just 4.3 targets, 2.9 catches, and 39 receiving yards per game with Tyler Henneke as the starter. He also has Jahan Dotson back to take away targets. The Commanders also face the 49ers, who have been one of the absolute best units in the league. While receivers have been the 49ers' biggest weakness on defense, they're not enough scoring chances to make up for the potential low-volume end floor. You can play Terry McLaren, but stay away from Samuel. Hunter Renfro, Raiders vs. the Steelers. Renfro returned last week after being injured and played just 43% of the snaps. Renfro has now seen four targets or fewer in each of his last five games. He is not the kind of receiver who can put up points and chunks by winning downfield, and it's probably not a safe bet to expect many touchdowns out of him with other options that I mean you have now. It may look appealing on paper, but he's yet to score 11 fantasy points in a game this season, so stay away. And finally for Siddhams, I have Jacoby Myers, Patriots versus the Bengals. Myers last week scored for just 4.7 fantasy points, which is his fifth straight game in single digits. Myers started off the season hot, but has since cooled off in a big way. It doesn't help that Mac Jones has only completed one pass into the end zone this season. So it's not like you have a much, you don't have much of a hope of a touchdown helping prop up his day. And if you're still not sold, the Bengals have allowed the eighth fewest fantasy points to receivers. So that's some shit, bro. Yep. He said hashtag no cap. What do you guys think makes it to the AFC and NFC title games? Hold on. Let me let me finish. Oh yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, get yeah. the <laughs> We can talk about that. Yeah. Um, stardoms for tight ends. Top some of the top ones: Travis Kelsey, Kansas yeah. City, Seattle, Mark Andrews, Baltimore versus Atlanta. TJ Hawkinson, Minnesota versus Giants. George Kittle, San Francisco versus Washington. Dalton Schultz, Dallas versus Philly. And Evan Ingram, Jacksonville versus the Jets. Siddham's also, Kittle had a monster game against the Seahawks in Week 15, finishing with four catches, 93 yards, and two touchdowns, which was good for 25 fantasy points. He was a top-scoring tight end last week. Kittle saw only five targets, but is still around 20% share since Brock Purdy only threw 26 (laughs) times. Kittle is no Debo, but he is a great yard-after-catch receiver in his own right. Plus, the Niners can manufacture quick, short throws to Kittle to let him run after the catch. The Commanders are tough on tight ends, but I'd still start him. Evan Ingram, Jaguars versus the Jets. Ingram has scored at least 14 fantasy points in each of his three last games, or last three games. He has 25 targets in his last two games, and 32 in his last three. Not many tight ends see that sort of consistent weekly volume. The Jets are a tough defense, but it has struggled against tight ends, allowing 12.1 fantasy points per game, just outside the top 10 most in the NFL. Ingram could get a boost in volume if the Jags receivers struggle against the tough Jets secondary. I have Darren Waller, Raiders versus Steelers. 
Waller returned in Week 15. He played half the snaps and caught all three of his targets for 48 yards and one touchdown. That is 16 yards per catch and nearly 14 <clears throat> fantasy points on just three targets. <coughs> the Steelers have been tough on tight ends, but in some deeper leagues, he may be worth a shot. There are a few tight ends I would play over Waller, though, if you need to. And I have, lastly, for stardoms, Jawan Johnson, Saints versus the Browns. Johnson returned in a big way in Week 15 and saw a team-high six targets, catching four of them for 67 yards, and he scored two touchdowns in total. It was good for 22.7 fantasy points, the second most by a tight end this week. Johnson has scored more than 12 fantasy points in four straight games. Since week seven, he is averaging 14.6 fantasy points per game, which is elite for a tight end. It is elevated by the fact that he has scored seven touchdowns in the last six games. The floor isn't very high if he doesn't score a touchdown, though, but the volume and the yardage has been getting better as of late. You already picked him up. Celtics are losing. We're winning. Oh. That's big. We could potentially take first place. Sit-ems this week. I have Cole Komet of the Bears versus the Bills. Komet was a sit last week against the Eagles, and he finished with four catches for 24 yard, 25 yards on five targets. He's a tough matchup this week against the Bills, who have allowed the fifth-fewest fantasy points to tight ends, 8.9. I will also sit Dawson Knox versus the Bills, or versus, Bills versus the Bears. Knox has had more volume as of late, scoring a touchdown in the last two games, and breaking double-digit points in those games. But it's a very tough matchup against the Bears, who have allowed the fewest fantasy points to tight ends at 7.7. Some might not have better options, but many will. Knox is more of a tight end, too, this week, if you're in a deeper lead. Greg Dulcich of the Broncos versus the Rams. Dulcich just had two targets, catching one for 11 yards. In the best possible matchup a tight end could have. He probably will remain in the starting lineups for those who were eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. There is a chance Russell Wilson returns this week, which would make Dulcich more appealing, but the floor is very low and there's better options out there. And finally, I have Tyler Conklin of the Jets versus the Jaguars. Conklin has topped 30 yards just once in the last six games. He saw two targets last week. The same number of touchdowns other tight end for the Jets, C.J. Uzmo, scored. Conklin already came with a low floor, having scored double figures just once this season in Week 4. But if he now has to complete compete for targets, especially in the red zone, with another tight end, there is no way you can trust him. And that is all I have. Toy. I like it. What you got for defense and kickers, right? I got kickers, bro. Just starters. No sit-ems. Like, like I say, if you don't make the list, straight trash, bro. What about defense? Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me get my <laughs> kickers first. Hold up. Hold up. Don't rock the boat, bro. All right, so starting off the list, we have Graham Gano. Rhymes with Guano of the New York Giants. Had an amazing performance last week, and this week he will be going up against the Minnesota Vikings. who will allow the most points to kickers. They are the only team to allow double figures every week, so he is a must-start. Harrison Butker of the Chiefs had a rough week last week, but good news for him is that he will be going up against the Seahawks, who allow 8.1 points a game and are in the top three teams with points allowed for kickers. 
<clears throat> Matt Gay of the Rams has scored seven points in the last three weeks, and he'll be going up against the Broncos this week, so he's a must-start. Uh, Jake Elliott of the Eagles might be playing an important role for the Eagles this week if they decide to sit Jalen Hurts. The Eagles' offense can move the ball, but without Jalen Hurts, the offense won't be as potent. Elliott will play a very important role, so he is a must-start. Defense. The Ravens will be going up against the Falcons this week with a QB who will be on his second start. Ryder of the Falcons was held to 97 passing yards for 26 attempts, so the Ravens should have a field day with him. Uh, the LA Chargers have not been a powerhouse everybody thought they would be this year, but fantasy football is about matchups. This week, the Chargers will take on the Colts, who have allowed the most points to defenses this year. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense has not been as impressive this year at all, but like my last defense, it's about the matchup. The Bucs will be going up against the Cardinals, which may be down to their third-string quarterback. <laughs> no, they are. Right. Uh, the Buffalo Bills defense has had a rough year due to injuries, so they really have to uh, wait. So they really have not performed well defensively for fantasy, but this week they will be heading to the Windy City to take on the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields gets sacked a lot and has plenty of turnovers. So due to that, they have allowed the fourth most points to defenses. Boom. Well, yeah. Right? That's well, yeah. shit right there, bro. Here's me to do predictions real quick on who do you think, like right now, let me let me look up. I'm just curious what you guys think that AFC and NFC is going to look like. Mm. You don't even want to hear my AFC projection. My, my, quit. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Ryan, really? Jesus Christ, I hate this mess. <laughs> AFC, I'm thinking, is going to be... I'm right ca- right now, Buffalo and Kansas City in the AFC clinched playoffs. Right. Kansas City clinched division. Yep. In the hunt is still Bengals, Titans, Ravens, Chargers, Dolphins. But I'm talking specifically, what do you think them title games are going to look at? I think it really depends on who makes it in. Who's going to be 3, 4, 5, 6? I'm going right. to say Bills. I'm Bills saying, Chiefs. I'm calling Bills Bengals. I want to see uh, Bengals, but I kind of want to see Bills get the revenge against I the Chiefs. I think it's going to be Josh Allen versus Joe Burrow for the AFC. That would be interesting, but like I said, I want to see the revenge game. I want to see that big and time. NFC? Ooh. I'm thinking it's. I don't know. I mean, 49ers versus the Eagles. I think Ooh. Miami has a chance too. I mean, they do, but I just don't see them going. NFC, we have Eagles in first. Yeah. Vikings in second. I'm gonna say Vikings gonna be in it. 49ers in third. I Cowboys see 49ers in fifth versus the Eagles. They're a tight team. NFC, and I see Bengals, and I think that Super Bowl is gonna be. Dare I say it, I think it's going to be the Bills versus the Eagles, which I called at the beginning, like week that four. That would be gross. That would be a real gross, gross Super Bowl. I'd be okay with it. That'd be fun. I am scared if Joe Burrow does face the Bills. I mean, I mean, we play, Buffalo plays the Bengals next week. Yeah. Right? Yeah, next week. I don't know. Looking at the NFC, I think, I don't know. I think the... The Cowboys are kind of collapsing, but they're ten and four, and the 49ers are ten and four. I don't know. I mean, I'm saying Vikings, Eagles. Well, they can't play. I think 49ers just got. So you know, I mean, I mean, yeah, oh. championship game, championship, championship game. game. 
if Jalen Hurts stays out or that injury, that could know, be big, like, right? That could be depending big. on so that. I can see 49ers depending on for that. Sure, but I mean, the Eagles already clinched playoffs. The, oh yeah, yeah. The Cowboys are three wins behind. The Cowboys have to win out, and the Eagles have to lose one. So this week against them, that's a, that's is, another that's a reason you don't play that hurts, even if you're able to. You've already clinched playoffs, right? Don't be stupid, you, right? Don't, don't risk don't it. Be don't silly. risk it, right? You, you just don't play Jalen, right? Don't risk it for the biscuit. That's right, bro. And if you do, it's a must win for it. the Cowboys, but it's not a must <laughs> win for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Straight no cap, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Chelsea, Yo. What, what do you got for us? Walter? What do I have? Walter Payton, Man of the Year. Yeah, I'm so interested guys, to see why I'm going to be upset about this. I don't know if you'll be upset. I I'm might just be. shining light on... I'm already upset. Payton. Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> so the Walter Payton <clears throat> NFL Man of the Year Award is presented annually by the National Football League honoring a player's commitment to philanthropy and community impact as well as his excellence on the field. Prior to 1999, it was called simply the NFL Man of the Year Award. Oh. Shortly after Chicago Bears running back Walter Payton died, having been the 1977 recipient himself, the award was renamed to honor his legacy as a humanitarian. So I figured I could go in and look at, I, I wanted to look at some of the people who had been nominated. Or not nominated, but who've been, who, is, who have been elected. This year or just overall? Just overall. So I started back in 1969 when it was actually called the Gladiator Award. Nice. At some point. So right. I thought that was pretty cool. But I don't really... I mean, Peyton Manning uh, got it back in... Uh, He's a man of the people. 2005. But a lot of these other names I'm not totally familiar with. Um, Drew Brees never got it once? That's what he got. I don't see him on here. How long has he been in the NFL? Well, he's retired. Well, he's retired. Yeah, he's now. retired, but he was in the league for a very long time. Yeah. But he may have not. Right. Yeah. No, a lot <laughs> of these names I don't recognize. But also, you know, I just started getting into uh, the NFL, you know, within the last like 10 years. Or not 10 years, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Three years, I would say. Maybe a little bit longer than that. Yeah, since I met you, kind of, I guess. Yeah. I've always been so heavy in the sports. Mm-hmm. So, but one of the names I did recognize, and I was like, oh, I'm going to, you you will, these two will recognize a lot of these players. Going back to some of the 80s, like Warren Moon got it. Oh, okay. yeah. The Houston Oilers. Mm. Uh, John Elway got it. Yep. Junior Seau got it. Okay. Um, Troy Aikman, Dan Marino. Moving into the 2000s, Peyton Manning. Drew Brees did get it. I thought he did. And LaDamian Tomlinson, they both got it in 2006. Kurt Warner in 2008. Jason Witten in 2012. Larry Fitzgerald and Eli Manning got it in 2016. J.J. Mm. Watt in 2017. Russell Wilson did it in 2020. What did J.J. Watt get him for? Eat people? Right. <laughs> a monster. Do you see the size of his arms? So, I mean, a lot of players... There are a lot of players that I recognize. I mean... From all, I mean, they're all, all yeah, what sorts names of players you and stuff. But yeah. Well, that's the name. That's, I mean, I was going to do that. Oh. Uh. That's okay. Love you. Real nice, Joe. <laughs> so I wanted to bring up Russell Wilson because you guys talk shit about <laughs> him. He's unlimited. So much. You talk shit about him Let's so run. much. Dude, he's cringy as fuck. I'm, he's terrible. Cringy as fuck. So. But he got it. Okay, so he got it two years ago. What do you do? Okay. 
Yeah, what did he, what did he do? What did he do? I hated so much. God. So, what do you think he did? What do you think? He probably How bought do you think he... a turkey for... He made, That's oh, he made people cringe so hard person. they paid him to leave. Well, at this at this point, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> He's in Seattle. Yep. At this time. Yep. Probably something to do with the homeless population. He put himself on a billboard and said, I'm unlimited. No. So, he actually <laughs> spends a lot of time at Seattle Children's Hospital. Oh, that okay. is really kind of cool. A lot of time. He goes there every Tuesday. Oh, that is pretty incredible. Yes. I still hate him. <laughs> Ryan, shut up. During COVID, too, during the pandemic, he donated a million meals. Oh, that's pretty. To cool. the pandemic or to the hospital. Um, he, he this is the seventh or the second time in the last seven years he was nominated for um, this award. So they call it actually Blue Tuesdays because hmm. he attends. He he goes there. So they also have Blue Friday, which is. Um, Western Washington's unofficial holiday before each Seahawks game. Nice. So, that's kind of cool. So they have a Blue Tuesday, um, and that's the day that Russell Wilson goes to the hospital. And even during the pandemic, he went He went there during so the pandemic. He doesn't do that now living in Denver, does he? Uh, I would imagine not, but I, I, I don't just, know. I this respect was, it, but like in my mind, I just see him in the hospital with a group of kids going, say it again, kids. Unlimited. Oh my God. <laughs> or doing a subway commercial. <laughs> I was, I mean, that's cool that he does it, but no, that is really cool. So while he couldn't necessarily do the visits in person on those, you know, during the pandemic, he did them virtually. Seattle Children's Hospital has had to split parents and limit family to one visitor per household for the last year because of the threat from the COVID nineteen virus. So Wilson made his weekly rounds via online Zoom calls. Each patient room inside Seattle Children's had an iPad provided by Bungie Foundation's National iPads for Kids donation program that allowed every family to have access to a device if they did not wish to use or do not have their own. Mm. That's how Wilson was able to connect with the parents and families during the pandemic. That is pretty cool. Mm. In non-pandemic times, Wilson visits a handful of kids, visited a handful of kids over a couple of hours each Tuesday at the hospital. And so during the pandemic, it actually contributed to be him being able to spend more um, genuine one-on-one time with more kids because virtually he just he was able to stay in the room with them longer mm-hmm. rather than bounce around from room to room. So that allowed him to be uh, allowed So he would for... just pop in and be like, Broncos country, let's ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then leave deuces. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> uh, it allowed for, it allowed like for a really personal connection with the families. Often parents are part of the call too. So mm-hmm. he had mentioned, it's probably been one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. Obviously, I think makes a big impact for them. But I don't think those kids understand what they do for me. Just for my soul, just for what God has called me to be and for giving back, loving other people. Every room you go into, you never know what you are going to get. Every time you go into a room, the family may have tons of faith. They may have no faith at all. They may have tons of family there. They may have no family, no parents, no moms to be there, no dads to be there. They may just be there on their own. I think that more than anything, it's about giving love. It's about giving a moment to give a little glimpse of hope, a little glimpse of us. Of just believing. Mm. So I thought that was really cool. That is really cool. 
you know, that Seattle Children's Hospital is essentially revolved around children who are diagnosed with pretty severe cancer. Yeah, terminally ill. Pretty terminally ill, you know, that, and those are the hospitals that do the research and that allow, you know, kids to survive from cancer to move forward in life and and for him to dedicate every Tuesday to doing something like that. That's that's a lot. Yeah, Very cool. Awesome. Cool. Well, Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, I'm gonna go to the pickums. How do we do? We all improved this wall. We all improved this week. Except for Kyle. Well, except for Kyle. <laughs> uh, we were all off by each other from fifth or fourth all the way up to first by one loss each. Wow. Uh, Chelsea, sorry, bringing up the rear at ten and six, but it's better than better than oh. five and eight from last week. That's not oh, yeah. bad. Um. Ryan, you went up from <coughs> seven and six the last week to eleven and five this week. Wow. Corey went from six and seven last week to twelve and four this week. Joe, you won again. Thirteen and three, baby. This is getting weird. I don't know if I like this. Are you rigging this? I, no. <laughs> no. Nope. I'm I just, watching you, motherfucker. I, I picked the the upsets. <laughs> Chelsea, wait, how how does that score work? I took Jacksonville. Right. Not all of them. Right. Not all of them. There were three that you didn't pick for me. I know. <laughs> I was busting your balls. He sent me my. He sent me what I chose. We're <laughs> just fucking with you, dude. I really don't give a That's shit. That's funny. Starting off Thursday night, Jaguars at the Jets. Ooh. Jaguars are kind of in the hunt. So are the Jets. I'm gonna take sunshine. I'm gonna say Jets. I'm, I'm going Jags. Yeah. Jags, dude. Jags, sunshine, sunshine, dude. Sunshine. Jets? Yep. Already. Fuck it. Right. It's crap shit at this point. Yeah. Falcons at the Ravens. She said, I'm going to beat you in fantasy anyway. Ra- Ravens. <laughs> Ravens. Ravens. For sure. Ra- wait. Falcons, Falcons at the Ravens. Uh, Falcons are down a quarterback. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, they play it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, that's true. And Browns <laughs> just beat him. I'm going to Ravens anyway. I'm going to say Falcons, defense. actually. I'm Ravens defense is going to step up and win that game. Man, they're both dysfunctional. And Ravens aren't quite out of it yet either. No. You know, Ravens do have J.K. Dobbins. I'm going to take Ravens. All right, I'm going to go Ravens. They want a redemption. There you go. I'm losing against the Browns. (laughs) A terrible game. Lions at the Panthers. I'm going Lions. Lions. Jared Goff is the man, dude. Mm. Lions are pushing that playoff bubble there they too, are. and I'm going Lions. They've won like they went. They started like one and six. They've won like seven. At one point, I think they won seven straight. You're going Lions though. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going Lions. What's the other team? Panthers. Panthers. They have a Panthers. fight song. Who? The Lions. Yeah, I heard it for the first time the other day. Seahawks at the Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. I still got to do Chiefs. I think. Yeah. The, they have some dysfunction going on, but they'll get it together. I'm going to go Seahawks. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to go Seahawks. I'm going to do Chiefs. Wow. That's her husband. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but... Oh, right. That's right. boyfriend. It's a cutie pie. Yeah. You're oh getting replaced. Huh? You're getting replaced. Sorry, <laughs> that happens. What are you going to do? <laughs> Whatever. Saints at the Browns. I'm going to go Browns. That's right, baby. That's I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to go Browns. <laughs> you know why? We're making that playoff push, Joe. I'm going Browns. That's right. Same. 
Nick Chubbs is gonna be I don't think I don't think uh, it's gonna be a cold one. For, yeah, you didn't ask me. You're, you're I know the answer to that. <laughs> we're we're gonna we're going to the game on Saturday. It's going to be very cold outside. I will not be there. Uh, I'm half of a half of Pancakes on Sunday will be there. I'm excited. Yeah, Cheap tickets. That's a beer. It's cool with the cheap chickens and stuff, but y'all are crazy. There's a I would, I would, pro- I would say I would probably go if I wasn't Pragers. But really? I can't afford. It's it a blizzard sick. coming. It's, I, I that's mean, cold. I it's football people. weather. Bundle up. Get out there. I can't afford it. Have Rachel, a couple beers. No, I understand. She obviously can't have beers. <laughs> yeah, you fuck. I understand your your situation, but you just said if you weren't pregnant, you would be out there, right? Yeah. So he's not pregnant. No. Last I checked, Corey's oh, I, not pregnant. I'm, not going, I'm a freeze baby. Technically, he is pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Corey, Ryan's wanted... lucky he's get, he gets out of this one, okay? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know if Ryan will make it the whole game. Oh, I I mean, it's going to be either. cold as a witch's head out there, dude. Yep. I'm going to bundle I'm up. I'm suckling on that tit. <laughs> oh I'm gonna bundle up and try the the very outer layer, squeeze into the pancakes on Sunday shirt. Oh, I'll try nice. throwing mine on, Are just you, on the outside. Is it just you two? Kyle, Kyle. and Kyle. maybe Jimmy. No, J- no, he's out. Jimmy's it's out. Just three of us. Who's Jimmy? Guy we golf with. Oh, it's just three of oh, us. Freaking it's hey, it's yep. Kyle's friend. Yeah, yeah. this is duty golf with all the time. Oh, okay. So Jimmy said it's too cold too. I mean, I'm. He cares in this cold shit. No, I don't. I don't know why that, but I don't think that was the reason. But um, it, I mean, at this cold. point for me, thirty bucks to sit lower level in the Browns, like good seats. It's I'm going for the experience. I support the Browns as much as you know about football, Chelsea. Just not a lot. Are you, are you gonna wear your Browns hat? <laughs> are you gonna wear your no. Browns hat? You better beat them now. <laughs> Yeah, kiss my She's ass. beating you I'm in fantasy. You in fantasy. Fantasy's fantasy. I mean, true, any given, true, that's true. any oh, given don't Sunday. Be a tool. Ooh, she said, frick off, bro. What's, a, what's an LB? It's a linebacker, Chelsea. Yeah. Exactly. Let, <laughs> let me think about it for a second. God, my brain is computing. Yeah, they can bust your balls all you want when you win the league. She goes. Yeah. <laughs> fucking send me goddamn Venmo. Suck my dick. Texans oh, at the God. Titans. I'm gonna take the Texans. The Titans. Uh, Texans. Titans. Was the Titans. The Texans almost beat the Chiefs. The Texans <laughs> almost beat the Cowboys. They gave the Browns a run too. I mean, kind. It was the it was Browns defense that won the game for yeah. that. I mean, so I'm gonna take the Texans over the Titans. Yeah. The Titans have been losing. The Texans are out of it, but you know they're in the same division. So, Texas or Titans losing to the Texans would really hurt the Titans, especially with Jacksonville on the on the front or right behind them. I'm gonna go Texans. Eh, I'm still saying Titans. Um, Derrick Henry's not gonna let that happen. Titans. Gross. They play like it's two both, against the Chargers. I mean, they really teams, both poo teams. I mean, yeah, Texas have been putting up a fight lately. I'll go Texans. Fuck it. I don't care. Bengals, Patriots. Oh, Bengals. Bengals. Jacoby Myers, don't fuck it up. <laughs> I'm guessing you're taking Bengals, Ryan. Uh, I got the Patriots. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Giants, Vikings. 
Giants. Vikings. Vikings. Kirk Money Cousins, baby. Kirk Cochins. You taking Giants? Sure. Taking Kirk Go. Watch Chelsea pull a major upset this week and get all of them. <laughs> That'd be wild. That would be wild. Bills, Bears. Bills, um, Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Wow. Bears I like that. I like that. Bears beat Battlestar Galactica. You know, you guys know what I'm doing? No. Yeah. What? What? No. Ryan what? should. What? Bees, or Bears eat beats. Bears beat Battlestar Galactica. Michael! Uh, yeah, yeah, when you said beats. Yeah. When you said the beats. Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah, you should have known oh, that. Parts I know. Better. You know. What are we going to do? Anyway. Anywho. I'm going to say, say the Bills. <laughs> hey, in that debate, I think Parks and Rec is better. I do. They do. But I think The Office is a better emotional connection. Hands so, down. I, laugh I don't like comparing office. shows because they all have a different dynamic and it's just totally different across all sitcoms. I mean, so I like both. I They're equal. 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 All right, Tori, Ryan, Tori, Bills, Bears. Bills. Bills. So you didn't have to ask me. You already knew the answer, B. Commanders at the 49ers. 49ers. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go 49ers I'm as well. I'm say Commanders. Fuck it. <laughs> Eagles, Cowboys. Cowboys. Eagles. I'll go Cowboys. I'm going to say Eagles. No, I'm calling Eagles. You think the Eagles are still going to take it with Darden yeah. Minshew? Yeah. I do. That club's fucking up a good thing. True. True. <laughs> I'm taking Cowboys. Oh, be careful, dude. You just shit yourself. Wait, you want Eagles or Cowboys? Eagles. Ryan? I said Cowboys. Cowboys. Raiders, Steelers. This one's a kind of a... mm, Raiders are kind of out of it. Steelers are kind of out of it. Mm. Um, I'm going to call a tie. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, I like that. Okay. They almost tied last week. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Raiders. If, if I get a tie on that, I automatically win the pickums. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. Raiders still... $26 tickets. Already bought them. For what? Three game, three seats tomorrow. Where at? Saturday. Lower level. We are... Oh, you guys still hadn't purchased tickets yet? No, because we, we didn't know Jimmy was going... We were waiting. <clears throat> oh. What are you taking, Chelsea Raiders, Steelers? I'm sorry. Uh, okay. I said tie. Oh, yeah, tie. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Steelers. You guys going to the uni? Oh, oh, should we do some tailgating? I think we should tailgate. A little bit. It's going to be cold. I say we shotgun at least three to four beers, and then we go inside. <laughs> Get there at 11. 11.05. Still early enough. And there's probably not going to be a lot of people tailgating. It's going to be like five. Right? We park right next to them and we get out and we shotgun four beers. No three, four. Raiders versus Steelers, Ryan. Okay, good. Steelers. <laughs> oh my god. You guys alright? 
Packers at the Gosh. Dolphins. Dolphins. All right, they're just going to be the Dolphins. They, they've they lost three straight. They need a win if they want to stay alive. Yeah, Dolphins. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Take the Dolphins. Packers, Dolphins. Dolphins. Broncos at the Rams. Gross. That's another Ooh, gross Rams. one. Nah, I'm taking Dolphins. I mean Broncos. Broncos. Are we riding with the, with the country? Yeah, I'm going Broncos. We're riding that country. I'm, I'm saying let's ride. Uh, but Rams got Baker. What'd Baker in the cooking now. Rams. I'm going with Rams. Is that Baker Mayfield in the kitchen now? I forgot about that. Bucks at the Cardinals. Bucks. Bucks. Cardinals are down with the third string quarterback. Yeah, Bucks. For Cardinals. Sure. Tom Brady's going to win the whole damn thing. I don't believe that. I, I, I would puke. Chargers at the Colts. Colts. Chargers. Chargers. Wow, you're really looking at these upsets this week, aren't you? Can Jeff Saturday do it on a Saturday? No, obviously Fuck he can't. Fuck no, he can't. No, he can't. Obviously he can't. He almost did. He thought he did. They were like, oh, we're going to do it. Oh. Wait. Oh. Wait. Hold on. What you let you know? Let's get that Cavs score real quick before oh, okay. we get out of here. Okay. Wait, and the Celtics score. Yep. And by the way, the Bucks are first in the East. Final. 114 to 106. Cleveland Cavaliers. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, How about the Celtics go. game looking? It's still early, guys. I know, but still. It's still. I know you can be excited. I know, excited. Still, it's still. It's still. Be excited. You looking at Boston? Yeah, they're losing right now. Good. Pace to Pacers. Good. Hell yes. Dude, uh, 111 right now to 103. Celtics nice. down. Come on, only three minutes left. Nice. And uh, I don't know if we'll move to first, though, because they've played less games than we have. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure what's going to happen. It'll all even out. We're just going to win the whole damn thing. All right. Basically, we'll be in a three-way tie with all 22 wins. That'd be nasty. Hmm. Well. We're going to the finals, boys. I so, got the baby today. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby move. That's really cool. The baby move. The baby said, hey, Did it move any more yeah. throughout the day? No, it was just that little bit of time. Wake up. I was in session. I've been, I've been messing with him trying to. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, hello. What was that? I don't know. Um, So, yeah. Well, we have a big big week in the NFL. We have a lot of games Saturday. There's a few games Sunday, Thursday, and Monday, obviously. So, uh, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here in the NFL season. Yeah, dude. um, Follow us on Instagram, Pancakes on Sunday Podcast. Do all the rating and liking and subscribing on the Instagram and Spotify and Apple and leave a comment and everything helps. Yeah. Just just leave a review or a, a trash Ryan's mullet or a rating or whatever. It's a luscious mullet, <laughs> so luscious. It's gonna be the best mullet in all of the U.S. this summer. Mm-hmm. See, Joe, ideas. that's all right to hear. Yeah, give us podcast ideas. That's what I feel like. You know, we can really just talk about is mm-hmm. what people want to hear us to talk about. Um, they want or stay away from politics and religion and certain things, but yeah, it's just dope. Ultimately. We have some we're we're moving forward in the future and we have some ideas. We do coming in January have a we're giving you a we're dabbing, we're dabbling and dipping our toes dabbing. Into, <laughs> into the 
Dungeons and Dragons. We're gonna do a, a four-part series in January. We're gonna go on a little adventure. We're gonna make our characters. We are gonna do like a one-on-one, kind of get the rules and the basics down, and do some character creation in an episode, and then do our series. So this is gonna fuck my head. I'm not gonna be able to understand this shit. So Corey and I actually went to Geeks Gambit and Men Are on the Lake yesterday. It's yeah. like a little thing by our house, and we told them about it doing the. And he was really excited. He looked it up on his phone and came over and said, "Is this you guys?" We said, "Yeah." And he said he's really excited. If we get good at this, I'm going to. We're going to go to his place and whoop his ass in his own store. I'm just saying that. Oh my god! I'm throwing it out there live (laughs) on the air. I severely doubt that. Guys, yeah, we should play a couple rounds. Yeah, yeah. They get really busy. They get a full house. I guess they said Friday nights, right? And Saturday they do all sorts of like tabletops and stuff like that. Yeah, they have they have so much cool stuff there. It's really cool walking in there. Yeah, shout out to their store for sure. Yes, definitely. So we're looking out. We're looking forward to that series. So that one's gonna be fun. Mm -hmm. So I do. I after my second trimester is coming to an end, I definitely want to do another pregnancy podcast. Kind of share my journey, my experiences, of all the mm-hmm. good stuff mm-hmm. that I've been mm-hmm. experiencing. Mm-hmm. I feel great, not gonna lie. Oh yeah. And I haven't been hungover in like four months, so <laughs> that's a that plus. Brian's <laughs> like, I haven't been hungover. Since like basically Sunday, so he's like, I don't even before that. Cool. So follow us, like, subscribe, do all that jazz. We really appreciate it. We want to hear from you guys. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Love you, fams. So, take it easy. We'll see you next week. Ooh, Merry Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. Yeah, Happy dude. Hanukkah, yeah. Hanukkah, Hanukkah, holidays. Happy all. holiday. Happy, Happy Chrysler. Christmas. Yeah. Go Bills. <laughs>